welcome to Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. Your shirt's about to rip. I know, I just Maybe. said I've had this shirt for so long that I'm nervous that if I move too aggressively, I'm just going to rip a big hole in it. That'll be a problem. Thankfully, we're getting a private peep show. <laughs> Thankfully, we have extra fangirl merch in the office, because, so I would have something to wear. It's true. But I was just like, mm, maybe it's time to let this, let this button down from J Crew go. But <laughs> maybe not. Who knows? Who? Maybe knows? you can repurpose it. Like if it Ooh. rips on the sleeve, you make it a tank. <laughs> no, because that's what everyone wants: is a button-down plaid tank. I feel like did have one cabin vibes. I feel like we can make this work. Can I get a skort? Yeah, you could be like, it could be like a, like a female, brawny, brawny. man. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah. I could save it for a future brawny man lady costume. Yeah, Ooh, like a bearded look. lady, bearded lady lumberjack. All right, all right, maybe. A lot of ideas. Do I now. want it to rip? Who knows? What <laughs> are you fangirling over? I'm not excited, super excited about anything this week, which oh, no. is kind of a bummer. Are you okay? Right? Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. But I am watching season five, is mm-hmm. it, of yes. Grace and Frankie. SMI. Always a good time. Mm-hmm. Really, every time I watch it, I'm like, June Diane Raphael, you <sighs> are a perfect human being. And I love her character so much. So much. And I'm just mesmerized by her post-babies situation. Like, she's never looked better in her life. And just... The skin, the hair, the tood, their stylist on that show. Yes. Damn. Like, just perfect. Oh, I actually do have a thing this oh, morning well, that happened to okay. me. So I always eat these Nature Valley bars for breakfast here in the office. <laughs> they're real good. And I should not be eating. They're just sugar. Like, I shouldn't eat mm-hmm. them. They're... But I never have time to make myself breakfast. I get it. So sometimes I eat a peanut butter sandwich one that's like this biscuit with peanut butter. It's lovely. Mm-hmm. It's like a nutter butter we talk about all the time. Yeah. But there's been an almond butter one that I've been avoiding. Okay. Today was the day I had to have it because we were out of peanut butter ones. Were you avoiding now, it because you because were like, Because it was eh? almond butter, I thought, it's not going to be as good. And then I noticed it had more sugar for some reason, so I was like, I don't need this. But I had to have it. Here's why there's more sugar, and here's why it's good. The biscuit is cinnamon. It's oh. delicious. <laughs> Your eyes are so big. These things, though, are like crack because if you yeah. have one, you want to. And I then you're want like, the whole box. I've eaten cookies for breakfast. Not a Better than the donut I had yesterday. Those things looked so How's good. your whole 30 going? <sighs> I'm, I'm rounding it out. I have like six days left. I inexplicably had a very strong urge to have a Dr. Pepper the other day. Mm. I don't even really drink Dr. Pepper, though, it's a. Amazing soda. Uh, we side note, we have not talked about our just casual conversation about top five sodas that we just had in in like text form the other day. Whatever, Ooh. totally normal conversation. Um, one thing though, I'm fangirling over that you were not in the office for, but this morning, someone was talking about Rice Krispies and then Rice Krispie treats and cereal. I, I got to talk about Rice Krispie treats cereal. Yes. And then I got to scroll back through my phone to find a picture that I have on it of you clutching a box of Rice Krispie Treats cereal. And I was like, this is why I never delete anything on my phone. And I was so mad I couldn't just, like, search my phone for, like, weird photos of Natalie. No, yeah. Or, like, I obviously have enough photos of you where it knows your face. And I was just, like, trying to figure out that. But, man, so I just... Am I going to come out a Whole30 and just only eat Rice Krispie Treat cereal? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. 
it's a Kellogg's product. Do you think we can reach out to yes, our friends absolutely. and be like, hey, guys, it's really hard to find. We pimp out Pop-Tarts and uh, Rice Krispie Treat cereal so much. Oh, my. Rice Krispie. insane. It is the best cereal of all time. The chunks. The chunks. And it's weird because it doesn't taste like a Rice Krispie Treat from Kellogg's or even really a Rice Krispie Treat that you make no, at home. No, it's its own thing. It's its own perfect so that's weirdly what I'm fangirling over is that I had this photo. Animals, I just was like, you know, humble bragging about my hair being insanely great lately. I don't know what's happening. It's the whole 30. I'm just, it might be. I'm just air drying it and living its best life. Wow. So I feel good. That's it. I'm, I, nobody cares about this, but I might get my hair cut tomorrow. I care it's, about it. It's a stressful dilemma for me. It's been a time. We've Maybe talked I'll about it a lot. Maybe I'll over it. Maybe I won't. I'm, we'll find out. I, I keep telling you that you're going to look like a grown-ass woman if you cut it. But who knows? You have great hair. So that's 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 my problem. <laughs> that's your problem. You I, have... was, I told you it's the one thing people compliment me on, and <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take it away from everybody. And then I felt sad about it. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. note to self. It's because nobody – I don't let anyone know me. So they're like, oh, your hair's cool. So it's like, not yeah. – any better. I, <laughs> I feel like this has turned into a therapy session. Well, this is the Lowe's episode, this so is, let's just go there. Oh, man. This is going to be this tough. Is, this is going to be tough. Should we start with some personal anecdotes? Yeah, yeah. I actually thought of something that's actually much more funny than a low, but okay. You go first. All right. So in the summer of 1999, because we don't want this, because this like episode could dip. This could get dicey because some things happened in 99 that are like real rough. But things that were happening that were real rough in my upper middle class, like white suburban suburb, were that my first car that I got on my 16th birthday, now granted it was a 1988 Buick Century. Everyone, mm-hmm. slow your roll. It wasn't fancy. It wasn't brand new. Um, but it had a sick base because my mom had never once used the base in the car for the 10 years that she'd Great. been driving it. So like super sweet sound system. Anyway. I, that summer, one of my girlfriends who had grown up with my whole life was actually moving to California. And her parents moved before she moved and she, like, was playing volleyball in the summer. So she lived with me for the entire summer. So it was great. We had, like, a permanent sleepover. I had a trundle bed. It was perfect. Now, her car, I don't remember what happened to her car, but she, like, couldn't drive it. Mm -hmm. So she was driving my 1988 Buick Century to a volleyball game and then was to come from said volleyball game to her own going away party that we were having. Okay. It was like summer bash, whatever. This is pre-cell phones, like pre-whatever. I don't know how anyone lived. Right? The Buick Century died on the side of the highway. No, my fear. I wasn't even driving it. My friend was driving it, and then she was late into her own going away party. Like, it had to get towed. It was, was like... That, was your car dead forever? Dead, you had to get a new done. one? I had to get a new oh, one. It was oh, a no. straight tragedy, and it was just like... It was an inconvenience to everyone, like, and we're trying to, you know, like, her mom's in California trying to, like, negotiate with my mom in Minnesota, you know, it's just like a hot mess. And then I didn't have a car, and I felt so terrible that my my car let my friend down. Ugh. 
Imagine how your friend felt. Oh, I felt so bad for her. I felt so bad. Yeah, she. Well, you know, and you're 16. Like, you don't really know what you're doing. Like, we hadn't been driving for that long. And you got to do an emergency. Totally. And you don't have a phone. You got to like pull over to the side of the road. We all had. Hopefully, a stranger is not a murderer. Completely. We all had pagers because that was helpful. (laughs) And it was just like. I mean, probably was. Maybe. I mean, I'm sure she got a hold of me somehow. Like a weird like SOS page. Oh, it was real tough. Tough times. So. I told you I was struggling with this episode because I was living kind of my best life during this year. Literally what you said. You were like, I was having a great time. I was having a great time. This is, I think, fourth into fifth grade for me. So fourth grade, I had one of the worst teachers ever. Mm -hmm. And then fifth grade, I had one of my favorite teachers Mm -hmm. who I also had for kindergarten. (gasps) Love. Plus, two of my best friends are in my classroom. Great. So I was thriving. Yeah. You were thriving. Okay. Yeah, I was actually thriving. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, I started getting stomach problems this year. Mm. That was like, they were mysterious, just a lot of stomach aches. I'm sure they were stress-related. <laughs> I mean, In retrospect, they were stress-related. Um, I was getting, like, tests done. I ended up having an upper endoscopy where they stick a tube down your throat. Oh, no. And I was, like, knocked out for it. It was, like, a whole thing. But <laughs> I had to go to the doctor, and he... Stuck his finger up my butt. <laughs> I was a child, and my mom was in the room and saw it all happen. I did not know it was going to happen. I was shocked. Yeah. And I've never been the same. Like, did you, like... Obviously. I mean, this... So I think that's a low. Yeah, that's a low, but that also feels like a lawsuit. <laughs> like, maybe you should, like, ask a question. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it was for stomach things. It made sense, but did I, it? I didn't understand what was happening because I was a child. Yeah, it feels like you should have a conversation about that in any context I, when someone sticks their finger up you your butt. <laughs> thinking about it, it makes a lot of sense not to tell you. I guess. Because maybe you tighten up or something. <laughs> This is taking a turn. <laughs> I'm just trying to lighten up the lows because they get really low. <laughs> they get really, really low. Okay. Um, I'm but, so just, that was my life. That was great. I'm just <laughs> perfect. I'm just going to dive the lowest that we're going to go really quick because then we got to come back up. Okay. Because 99 Awful is Columbine. Things Awful things happened. It's Columbine. So April 20th, 1999. Now, granted, let's put this in perspective. I am in school. I am a sophomore in a high school. No. Watching all of this on television. Um, in school? They had it on in the school? 100%. Ooh. Yeah. They, they, we had TVs in every single room, and then they turned on We had that the for 9-11. We were, I remember we were, like, doing testing oh, in yeah. junior high. And you're, like, glued to it. Oh, and we didn't understand. I mean, oh, no. Yeah. I mean, I just remember watching it. And I don't want to get too much into the details, but I got real upset after reading a lot of the information because I, you were so in it because you were just like, well, these this is me. This mm-hmm. is literally me. Um, so ultimately, 12 students, one teacher were killed, um, actually 15 if you count the murders. No, um, we don't. No, 20 injured, uh, one teacher injured as well. Um, you know, so these two seniors, they carry out what is essentially not just a school shooting, it is an attack. There were calculated bombs set to detonate, homemade bombs, inside the school and outside the school. Um, they essentially, they wanted it to be as big as the Oklahoma City bombing. They actually Ugh. wanted it to be on April 19th, which was the anniversary of the Oklahoma mm-hmm. City bombing, but they like couldn't get the ammunition 
And then, I don't know if you remember this, you were very little, but so it happens on 420, April 20th. So then there's like all these kind of theories around like, is there any sort of drug connection? It's Hitler's birthday is April 20th. There were later sort of in their journals a lot of stuff about Hitler. Um, they So the thing that I got really, really mad about, you can get mad about a lot of things, right? Because it's like, mm-hmm. this is 20 years ago. What has actually changed? Especially if you think about like Parkland, it's almost a temp. It's very concerning. So one of the shooters, he starts a website in 1996, three years before before wow. this what shooting. Kind of, I'm, what kind of website? He, like- it's basically almost like a, his own little mini blog before like a that was Geo-Cities? a thing. Kinda. It's an AOL website, oh. um, and it was a way for him to kind of connect with people who were playing other video games. And the video game controversy comes directly mm-hmm. out of this. Um, but over the three years, it becomes angrier and angrier. And at certain points, even in 1997, 98, he starts like calling out certain people that are on that he would kill. You know, all of these things. The parents of one of these children in mm-hmm. 1998 identify this, like figure, you know, the child has been, to- has been told, he tells his parents, his parents tell the police. The police, like, start an affidavit. They kind of investigate. The affidavit is never filed. Whoa. No charges. Did not know this. No charges are ever, like, brought. They, the killers actually get arrested for a separate uh-huh. thing earlier in 99. No, in 1998. They get arrested for, like, breaking into a van and... There's no kind of, like, no one's putting the pieces together, right? Mm-hmm. And it's actually in 1998, one of them writes in the other's yearbook, um, killing enemies, blowing up stuff, killing cops. My wrath for January's incident will be godlike, not to mention our revenge in the commons. So it was originally planned for January? No, they so they get arrested in, like, January oh, of 98, oh, gotcha, gotcha. and they're trying to, like, have you know, retribution for that. So the thing that really messed me up is so our, and I think a lot of places, the area in which the seniors congregated in my school was called the commons. And they called the cafeteria their commons. And so it's like this, it was like too connected where you were like, Mm -hmm. oh, what? You know, so shooting starts around 11. The police are widely criticized for their response. Um, The killers end up uh, committing suicide. It's about an hour of like, Mayhem, essentially, no. in the school. The police and the SWAT team don't go in until, like, 3. Because they don't know that people are dead. Like, they're not sure what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's a very, like, chaotic situation. Everyone has seen the footage of this poor child dropping out of the window um, and, like, onto a truck. Like, it's horrific, horrific. My memories are just is like news footage of kids walking out of in the a line. schools in yeah. a line. Mm-hmm. Everyone's That's all that. I remember. And I don't. I don't know if I was scared or really understood. Yeah. It's something, I mean, pre-social media in a small town, you think these things would never happen. Totally. And now you're like, oh, they happen as soon as I step outside uh-huh. in 2019. Yeah. Like literally everywhere. Right. Um, so, you know, a lot of what we know about school shootings or like even just we think about, you know, zero tolerance policies for guns or, you know, active shooter drills, which we didn't have to do in school. But no, I know kids we didn't either. do now, um, you know, but the immediate backlash was twofold. One on sort of like angry music. I'm just going to classify it as angry and- music and then video games. Everyone was trying to, like, place blame somewhere, and it's, like, there's a lot of blame to go around. There's been a lot of lawsuits. There's been, you know, the the Columbine school was closed until the next fall. Like, they I didn't can, go back to school. I can't imagine, like, even going there and 
having the school keep the same name. Like I can't. I can't imagine if you were a senior in high school. Like you're about to go to college and you're like, well, that's it. Like I don't know. I don't know what happened. Like no. I don't. I mean, totally, totally um, insane. You're. You haven't mentioned that there's a group of fans that still exist today. They call themselves the Columbiners. There's hot Tumblr community of it. And it's just insane. They like think these guys are cute. It's no. like when people First of all, they're not write cute. Just in general. In jail. Yeah. No, they're, they they're not cute. Mm-mm. They weren't and their jackets were dumb. Yeah. <laughs> um but it's just insane that they I mean, sure maybe they can like relate to feeling like isolated yeah. or different. But to obsess and like idolize these people is disgusting. No. And they're, you know, brought up a lot of conversation around bullying. I think there's probably a lot of good that came out of this horrific tragedy, but we've not made a lot of progress in a lot of ways. And I then or remember worse. we had then after this, we had a lot of like bomb threats at school. Oh. Yeah. And we would have to evacuate. It was like kind of great. Um, one time though, I left my purse in the school and I was like, oh no, they're going to detonate my it. Pager. <laughs> no, pretty much. I was like, my pager, they're going to detonate my purse. <laughs> um, and it was just, you know, it was like a weird time because it all of a sudden became, because there was like, we were aware of it and we had instant messenger and you like were on the internet and you could kind of like connect to different people. And it just felt like a strange era. Yeah, that's all. That's all I gotta say. Please go to something a little less. Le- wow, I'm a not little less deep. You know what? I'm not gonna get lighter. Okay. Because I'm going to upstate New York. <laughs> but you kind of are getting for lighter. Woodstock '99. <laughs> I'm not going lighter because, well, things are dumb. dumb. But things were also awful. Mm-hmm. So, is this the fire festival of '99? Yes, like a it little. Is, yeah, kind of. So. Um, upstate New York, July 22nd through 25th, yeah. between in the summer. It was the second large-scale music festival after Woodstock 94, which seemed to go, oh. like, under the radar. I kind of forgot that that was even yeah. a thing. Which that, like, celebrated, like, 25 years of the original Woodstock. 400,000 people Whoa. attended Woodstock 99. Okay. Um, it was a commercial venture for corporate sponsors. Oh, great. This is where... I mean, every festival is corporate sponsors, but this is where it started. This right. is where it went downhill. Well, and just completely not in line with the sentiment of original Woodstock. Yes. Like the exact this, polar it's opposite. the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. So um, there were like ATMs and email stations. <laughs> what? Emergency like emails. Like an internet cafe? <laughs> yes. Tickets were uh, priced at $150 for service fees. A lot. A deal. But a now. A deal today. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then, not so much. Right. Um, but still, 400,000 people came. So this lineup. Whoa. This is not every artist I'm about to say, but I'm going to say, a, like, the headliners, the okay. bigger names. James Brown, Cheryl Crow, Rage Against the Machine, Wycliffe, Dave Matthews Band, Counting Crows, Alanis Morissette, Ice Cube, Metallica, Willie Nelson, Elvis Costello, Jewel, Korn, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Kid Rock, DMX... Buck Cherry, Lit, Insane Clown Posse. Well, there's your problem. George Clinton, The Offspring, Jamiroquai, Moby, Guster, The Chemical Brothers, Fatboy Slim, Godsmack, Megadeth, Brian Setzer Orchestra. Why? Why? Creed. What? What a hodgepodge. I mean, a hodgepodge. And right there, three-fourths of those acts are bad news. Like, they bring bad Bad crowds. Mm Mm-hmm. Bad news. So you're, you're not asking for danger, but 
something's going to happen here. No one needs a juggalo. Like, I'm just saying in general, like, in the mix of all of these things, go but do your this, own thing. I think, was more of, like, an earlier time for juggalos. Like, really? it wasn't, like, they're the problem. I mean, I'm totally fascinated by juggalos, but then when you're, like, they kind of like to be away from other people, and it's they like... They have their own community. Yes, so and now like you're a, mixing a in thing. with Jewel fans. What? So, um, I stole a part of an article from the Huffington Post. Uh, Matthew Davis wrote, let's revisit the chaos of Woodstock, <laughs> Woodstock 99, the day the music died. Mm. Just to set the scene of how awful this was, temperatures surpassed 100 degrees and the grounds lacked trees for shade. Great. A bottle of water cost $4 and a single serving of pizza went for $12. Supplies were limited. Toilets overflowed. Concert goers battered ATMs to steal cash. <laughs> Impatient people waiting for water shattered the fountain's pipes, resulting in mud pits. And that's not even the worst of it. Police reported four alleged rapes, including a gang rape that occurred in the crowd during Limp Biscuit. Also heard it could have been corn. Interesting. So on top of being raped, you have to listen to this terrible music. <laughs> that happened. Yeah. Fires erupted. Oh my Looting God. was rampant. When the Red Hot Chili Peppers performed the closing set, festival goers, some of whom had obtained candles from an anti-gun group Great. hoping to stage a peaceful vigil during Under the Bridge, started bonfires and lit an audio tower ablaze. Wow. 44 arrests were made and 1,200 people were admitted to the on-site medical facilities. There oh were no God. casualties, thank God. Right. Awful. Wow. Sounds like hell. I know. But literally Fire Festival 20, 1999. Yes. Like, it's like we've learned nothing. And here's some other fun, awful things that happened Great. during the weekend. So, Insane Clown Posse was the first act to incite the crowd by throwing $100 bills into the audience and watching as everyone freaked out. Freaked out to grab money. A melee. Because they knew, like, we needed money for our single serving of pizza <laughs> and water. Um,. Whenever a woman walked on stage, whether to MC or perform, they were immediately greeted with show your tits. Oh, great. Fun. So, uh, when Rosie Perez took the stage to introduce DMX, that right there blows yeah. my mind. What? The crowd shouted, and she said the best memorable line of the festival, say, three ninety nine at Blockbuster, go rent, do the right thing. <laughs> Perfect. Dave Matthews even said there's an abundance of titties on stage. <laughs> oh, no. That's a direct quote. Oh, no. Um, Woodstock.com goes wide and posted a lot of pictures of topless women with even, like, gross captions, too. None of these had their consent to post. And when Tragically Hip, their Canadian band, started singing Oh Canada, the crowd um, that cheered when Rage Against the Machine lit the American flag, they sent, they started shouting Star Spangled Banner at them. What? What but a hot mess. An angel, Vern Troyer, was MC on the Saturday. <laughs> Perfect. What um, an actual nightmare. This is, like, a perfect storm oh, yeah. of, like, where we're at in 1999. Yeah. Like, the technology coming yes. in. Like, asshole teens. Yep. It's a disaster. Yep. Yeah, the technology is really adding a new layer of just, like, disaster on top of what I just, could have been. I just kept reading this and was I'm so I was so embarrassed for society, much <laughs> like I am today. But it's like, what are we doing? Totally. What are we People doing? People are awful. <laughs> I want to know more about Rosie Perez's relationship with DMX. Like, Just, do they know each other? I have a question about the MCs in general. Were they MCing all day? Like, was yeah. Rosie Perez one day? Interesting. And Vern Troyer one day? Or was there a bunch of celebs just coming out? 
Yeah, like it's a little bit like MTV Spring Break. Also, to make things worse, there was like a sporting event, like a baseball something happened. Not like a game, but there was some kind of convention. Oh, interesting. And hotels were all booked around the area. Oh, it was so probably the Hall of Fame. The festival had trouble like staying anywhere. They were trapped at this festival. It's probably the Hall of Fame inductions yes. happen yeah, around then. So yeah, it's like that makes sense. Well, that's just poor planning. <laughs> like the whole oh, thing's a disaster. No. I think I think we've learned from it yeah, based on festivals I've been to. Maybe. But I still like don't like most people at festivals. Oh no. No, no. Yeah. I I'm not a festival gal. Even no. if I was, I'm not. Um, <laughs> you know what Even I mean? Even if I was, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Um okay, I'm going to like dip real quick a little bit into politics, but I'm going to make it as not political as possible. Great. 1999 is the good old impeachment hearing of President Clinton. Woo. Woohoo. So if you really want to like, I bet if you, you know, polled 100 people, we're doing family feud style, and you were like, why did President Clinton get impeached? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 90 people are going to say because he got a blowjob in the Oval Office. Like, they're yeah. some way they're directly correlating that to Monica Lewinsky. Now, she's a part of it, but that's, like, not why he got impeached. He got impeached because of the sexual harassment lawsuit mm-hmm. and then perjury and obstruction of justice. Now, he gets acquitted on all charges, um, and they tried to bring a second abuse of power charge against him, which does relate more closely to Monica Lewinsky. Um, But it just was a weird time where your parents were talking a lot about oral sex, (laughs) and it was, like, uncomfortable as, like, a 16, 17-year-old. You were like, what? Like, we're just talking about this on the news? Like, holy shit. It was just very strange. We've all seen these photos of Monica Lewinsky in that beret. We all know that she kept her jizz dress, and it's like... What a weird time to be alive. Yeah. Also, weird time to be alive was in the 80s when Monica Lewinsky went to high school with the Menendez brothers. Yes. So just right there is my brain what a weird connection. exploding. Um, so I'm not going to, like, get too far into it, but Paula Jones takes, you know, brings a lawsuit against Clinton, the sexual harassment lawsuit. He tries to get this lawsuit, get sort of the litigation against it pushed until after he leaves office. Doesn't happen. Then you get Linda Tripp. Everyone remembers Linda Tripp and her not great hair, like secretly recording Monica Lewinsky. And she's feeding this information back Mm -hmm. to Linda Tripp's lawyers because they're trying to make a case that this is recurring behavior for Bill Clinton. And then it's just like, then you get Ken Starr. Like, everyone's names in this trial are just, like, fake. <laughs> like, it's like, who whose name is L- Linda this, Tripp? It's so funny because, obviously, like, I know who these people are. But when you're telling me this, maybe I'm seeing it as a young me. But uh-huh. I'm just seeing SNL. Like, I'm seeing Completely. Molly Shannon and John Goodman as Linda Tripp. Completely. <laughs> like, it's like, and, and that's, you know, anytime there's, like, amazing opportunities like this, like, SNL really shines. Yeah. Um, but Setia Clinton is the only, the second president to be impeached. Nixon actually resigned, like, while his impeachment stuff was kind of mm-hmm. in movement. Um, and so he he did not actually, he was not actually impeached. But yeah. it was just a strange, a strange time. And also, yeah. like, we all can hear and see Bill Clinton with his clenched hand mm-hmm. being like, I did not have sexual relations yeah. with that woman. Like, I mean, just, that was like the quote 
of the next five years. Totally. And then you think about you go from this and it was like the world's biggest scandal. And we're just literally talking about President Trump and his porn stars all the time. Yeah. And it's like, what a weird 20 years it's been. Like, like man, it, it was just a crazy, strange time. But, you know, in the end, he was still the president and our economy was booming. Um, oh. All right. I feel like we got to wrap it up a little bit with some like low lows, but like not terrible lows. Lows. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. No. I'm sorry. It was confusing. What about like movies, TV shows? What was going on Oh, you want to like throw something good in the mix? It's like good and bad. I don't know. Like we don't need to talk about like death and mass suicide. Okay. Cool. Um, so worst movies of 1999. Strictly opinion based because yeah, I'll say Fight Club. It was like fine to watch once, but again, why? Eric's so you know sad. What happens. He's so he's so sad. He's like, I, oh, but it's, not, just, it's like, not my movie. It's, okay, I get it. But a lot of people have the sixth sense on list of worst movies of 1999. Really? Which is is like The Matrix or Fight Club. Like it was a huge, huge movie. For that movie. Year. Yeah, and it's not bad. But no. I think maybe in the same vein of Fight Club, it's like a thriller with a like a twist, twist. at the end. Mm-hmm. So it only really works the first time you watch Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Maybe the second you can like catch the details. Yeah. Or like how did you miss coming. it? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think Tony Collette's performance in this movie. Totally. So good. I really liked it. It was also this weird time where everyone, with both this and Fight Club, where everyone collectively decided not to be a dick and not spoil it for other people. Yeah. So it's like, I remember seeing The Sixth Sense, Sixth Sense in theaters, and it had been out for a while. And I was like, wait, what? Like, totally shocked. And like, baby Misha Barton? Yes, baby girl. Misha Barton. <laughs> baby Maybe we should Donnie Wahlberg. I thought you were going to say universally Wild Wild West. Bad movie. I think this is where my hatred of steampunk stems from. Yeah, I get it. Is Wild Wild West. But that had song. a great theme song, mm-hmm. so it made the movie a little better. Definitely. And it was, like, hugely uh, over budget. Like, or just, like, yeah. a huge, it was, like, you know, $300 million I mean, cast, movie or something. Yeah. And it was, like, crazy. Um, but we're not talking about Star Wars the Phantom Menace. Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. The worst. Everyone hates Jar Jar Binks, right? Because he's annoying. <laughs> like, he's just, like, it's annoying. It's like a weird cartoon in the middle of this yeah. thing. But it's very fun strange. fact about Ooh. Star Wars the Phantom Menace. Young Anakin's played by Jake Lloyd. Oh, yeah. He's from Indiana. He went to Carmel High School, just two towns over <gasps> from mine. Oh, no way. At the same age. Uh-huh. I heard he wasn't a great person, but oh. that's fun. Tragic, but that's fun. Love a hometown connection. Yeah. Um, we also had a lot of, like, TV that, set, like, ended this year. We'll say, I was shocked by this. 1999 is the year that George Clooney leaves ER. End of end of an era. George Clooney was on ER for five years. Years. Only five? See, I feel like it was two. And then he just, like, became this huge movie star, whatever. Mm. I was like, wait, he was, like, slumming it on TV for that long? Like, what was he doing? I mean, facts of life? Come on. Such a babe. Um, Home Improvement ended in 1999 after season eight. Isn't that what, don't we, like, see Wilson's face? I I didn't watch it. Ever? No. I like it. It's fun. Um, Um... Mad About You oh, also yeah. ended after season seven. Mm-hmm. Also, maybe a personal low for Helen Hunt. That year she married Hank Azaria, they divorced the next year. Hmm. So, quick. Not sure how that marriage went down. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds tough. But I remember seeing them as a couple in magazines yeah. and like knowing them both and thinking it was cool. Yeah, totally. As if I was rooting for them. I saw Helen Hunt once at a food truck. <gasps> 
Wow. Like around here. That's a good one. She looked great. It was uh, fun. Sister Sister also ended. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, they were using the jazzy version of the theme song that we've talked about and hate. Mm-hmm. Don't care for um, it. But what's really important here, I know these shows aired their final episodes in 2000, but it was the final seasons of Beverly Hills 90210 mm-hmm. and Boy Meets World. Beverly Hills 90210 was a solid, like, 10 years. Mm -hmm. It was the 90s. It was the entire 90s. We say nothing I like more than just watching the fashion progress Mm -hmm. through the episodes, watching black lip liner come in and out of fashion. Like, there's, like, the super short, super blonde Donna. Like, love it. Give me some of those montages. We really need more shows that last 10 years like that just to go through the trends. Yeah. It's literally the original, like, 10-year challenge. It's, like, just the start of uh, Beverly Hills 90210 and the end. Uh, I love that show so much. I also remember, I feel like both Home Improvement and maybe you have this. Yeah, you do. And Mad About You. Their final episodes were, like, clip shows. Like, first of all, we don't talk enough. The clip episode, a big thing in the 90s. Maybe not in 1999, mm-hmm. but, like, weird – it's like, oh, we don't have an episode this week. Like, the writers couldn't figure it out. So we're just going to do a clip show. What a strange usage of time. And advertisers paid for that. Yeah. Okay. Clip shows. Clip shows. They're Great. always, like, a, a dream or, a, like, a look back. Yeah. Like, a photo album. It's basically just a montage. It's a 25-minute so montage. Know. I mean, I don't hate I don't, it. I hate it. But it's just a very strange thing when you think about it. It's like, no, wait, I, I waited all week for this, but I've seen all this stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. would watch. But put those on YouTube and I'd be very, very happy. Okay. Those were the lows of 1999. They were kind of all over the place yeah. a little bit. Also the John F. Kennedy plane crash. Oh, my God. Totally forgot about that. Yes. That was – I weirdly was very connected to the story. So JFK Jr., also known as John John. Kind of forgot that they called him that all mm-hmm. the time. Obviously the son of JFK and Jackie O. Now, he marries Carolyn Bissett in 1996. Yes. They're playing, so he's flying it. It's her and her sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's July 16th, 1999. They're flying to Martha's Vineyard. He, what ultimately ends up happening is that um, they concluded that he falls victim to spatial disorientation. What's that mean? Didn't know. So essentially when he was descending over water at night, lost control of the plane, he did, um, like, it's, you can't decipher what's the ground and what's the water. Um, And it was also, at the time of the crash, the weather and light conditions were such that all basic landmarks were obscured making visual flight challenging, although legally still permissible. And apparently he didn't hold what's called like an instrument rating. So he technically Mm -hmm. wasn't certified to like take this flight. He could only fly under visual flight rules. And so it's like, should he have flown? Is it dicey? And then there's all these conversations about what Carolyn Bissett pregnant, was she not? Um, But they find the bodies five days later. He's still buckled in his seat. Uh, Heartbreak. Terrible. Awful. Um, But it's just like another, you know, sort of tragedy in the Kennedy line of tragedies. They were very good friends with Versace, so they'd had a tough time. Um, Also, he would be 60 now, which I find so crazy. Just like, whoa. That is crazy. Totally crazy. Um, It's like how Aaliyah, I think it was last week or week before, she would have turned 40. Crazy to me. 
plane crashes. When, when we went to New Zealand and we flew in, flew in the smallest plane no. I've ever been in, the whole time I was literally just Snapchatting everything to not think about Aaliyah, not think about JFK. Like, I was like, I'm in a tiny plane. It's totally fine, right? Like, I was just like, well, no, miserable. I don't like that. No, didn't like How do you it. feel about letting someone you know fly a plane? I feel um, like even if they're a certified pilot, give me someone else. Like, it can't. It would stress me out too much. Yeah, just, like, knowing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And it's totally different between, like, a little, a little tiny, like, a prop plane versus, like, John John Travolta can fly, like, a commercial airline. Like, sure, great, whatever. Um, But I don't know. It was very sad. And she was just, like, so specific looking, you know, and she worked for Calvin Klein. They were so beautiful. They were so beautiful. Everyone has seen that photo from their wedding when she's in that silk dress and he's kissing her hand and they're coming out of the tiny church and you're just like, I have no idea who these people are and I'm obsessed with them. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's just like... I mean, uh, in a way, it was like our royal family. Absolutely. That's absolutely what it is and that's why people care so much. Um, But tragedy, nonetheless. Nonetheless. I mean, I kept a few highs that we didn't mention last week. Oh, good. Because I want to end on a high note. I don't want to be like, people died. Let's be sad about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's live in the moment by looking back 20 years ago. (laughs) What do you got? I forgot the PJs happened in 1999. What is that? This is a short-lived stop-motion animated program. Okay. Um, it's Eddie Murphy. Oh. He's a janitor. Of, he's like a super of a building. Okay. Um, my family was obsessed with it. I think it's only a couple seasons long. Uh-huh. But there are some things like my dad and I still quote today that's from the show. Love that. We taped it. I think it was underrated. Actually, on MTV2 for a while, they aired the episodes. Well, that's fun. Um, missed that. Family Guy debuted. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. That's insane. Um, Ty Bo. Is what I want to talk about. I still do the 20 minute Tybo video. It's on someone put on YouTube, and yeah. I do it if I have 20 minutes. Like I can't do a full workout. Right. It's legit. Yeah. He's. I mean, he Billy Blanks. Doing. Billy Blanks. Yeah. We will go take his class, and we I'll have to totally die. Yeah. Both of sweat and of just like weird fandom. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Like, 90s fame. 90s fame. Yeah. I mean, we can't go to Richard Simmons anymore, so we no. might as well turn to Billy Blanks. Totally. Um, you also have on here Gogurt. Gogurt came out. <laughs> Jolly Rancher lollipops oh, came yeah. out. They're mm-hmm. so good. Yeah. And Sierra Mist. This is where the our rivalry s- to Sprite. Well, this is where our soda conversation came from because I was like, don't really care for a Sierra. I don't not like a Sprite or Sierra Mist, but they're not in my top five. I love sodas. a cranberry Sierra Mist Ooh, that comes out around the holidays. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I used to love Sprite, but I think it's gotten sweeter. Mm. In a way you don't um, care for? Yeah, it's a little, no. Good to know. <laughs> good good but, to you know, know, next week, some of the, I think some of our woes are actually highs. Probably. But next week, I have a list of bizarre stuff. Me I too. can't wait to talk about next week's Me stuff. Me too. I'm so excited. Yeah, we got to sandwich these lows in here because you got to do it. Not everything can be unicorns and rainbows. And, you know, 1999 wasn't all that um, in a lot of ways. But... Tell us your, like, personal lows. Did your car die on the side of the road? Did you have to have some sort of, like, stomach situation? That's my favorite story ever told on Fangirl Fridays. Don't know how we haven't talked about it until now. As usual, find us on social. Leave us a review. All the things. So until next week, 
Bye.